Today we are here with Stephen. Moncho Chang, shake your thing. Make all the Slytherin boys say dank. Oh, dank. Oh, dank. <laughs> all my swish and flick heads, what's up? Back at it better than ever in 2021. Excited to be here. And we are here with Gerald. Hello, everyone. I'm so glad to be back uh, a second time. Uh, I just I can't even express how happy I am for that. I cannot give you a slogan that's better than make all the Slytherin boys say, hey, that's that's I, I got nothing on that. Um, but, um, you know, I'm here, you know, you know, you know what group I'm throwing up is the magical fam. So when you hear this, please give a round of applause for masterful magical minorities. Well, that's actually, I think, a really good place to start, Gerald, because last time you were on, first time you were on, was back, Danny can, of course, fact check me on the dates, but it was like the end of May, right around the formation of Masterful Magical Minorities, right in the wake of uh, George Floyd, Ronald Aubrey, Breonna Taylor, kind of that that inflection point, both in the country as well as I think you know, to a large extent in, in the Harry Potter fan community. So for all the listeners, a two-part episode we released back in that late May, early June range with Gerald, Trey, and Karina. We did a follow-up episode with Ellie and Amana that was also incredible. I encourage y'all to go back and listen to those. But I guess to start, Gerald, as we sit here now at, at the beginning of 2021, how do you feel about in my head, I keep going MMM. I have no idea if y'all refer to it as MMM, but yeah. that, you know, how do y'all feel about, about your movement and your, and your collective and, and how do you feel heading into 2021 about what y'all are trying to accomplish? Oh man. Um, it's been such an exciting ride. Um, that's probably, if, if I had to put a word to it, it would be exciting just because of, I mean, it's 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 almost on a daily basis where I go to the hashtag and I just see a, a, another individual that, you know, is using the hashtag or or just someone in general that just says, you know, thank you so much for what you're doing. Or even if it's not me, you know, the you know, my magical family will, you know, uh, Karina or Ellie will say, you know, oh, my God, you know, someone reached out today and just they just wanted to say thank you for the things that we're doing just so everybody you know, can have a voice and can be seen. And I mean, I would have, if you would have told me at the beginning of the year that that would have been something that we would have come together and would have done, I, I would not have believed you, but I would have believed that just putting those heads together, something magical would have happened. Um, there's just too much of a, of a fighting spirit in those individuals that I admire so much that just motivates and inspires me to want to do better and, and want to, you know, and just want to make a difference so, I mean, last year was just, man, I, I can't even begin. I mean, I just, just thinking about it just has me like, wow, these guys and young ladies are just, I mean, they're just an amazing group of individuals. And I think going into 2021, um, we just, we've just had so many ideas that we've been throwing around and, you know, I'm just so excited for so many things, you know, there's even uh, uh, people that have been like, you know, if you guys ever make uh, any type of fan gear, please, you know, let us know so we can, you know, if it's pins, if it's stickers, if it's shirts, anything, you know, please let us know so we can, you know, jump on board. And so many uh, uh, of the individuals that that make things like that have reached out to us. And we just, we're just so grateful because, you know, we just thought, you know, initially going into it, it would have just been something, you know, that just says, 
you know, with what our message actually means. It's just, hey, you know, we just we're just here. So other people that feel like, you know, because they don't have the official replicas and because they don't make it to the parks and because, you know, they don't have all of the things that would, you know, that that the the people that they view that have the big accounts and the people that, you know, get all of the get all of the scenery and get all the publicity that they don't have a chance. And we just think that it's amazing that, you know, by not having those things and you just have the books, you know, or by not having those things, and you just have the movies, you know, just because you love the story makes you a part of this community. And that does not subject you to be a specific type of person, a specific type of religion, a specific type of gender. You know, it, it doesn't matter what those things are. And I think 2021 is just going to be, if it was anything like 2020, just for that instance, it's going to be even bigger because we just, you know, we've done muggle net takeovers where, you know, we've had individuals come in from those different walks of life. And they, I mean, and they're just, and it's, they're such beautiful people, you know, and that's one of my favorite things is being able to, to, see the way the reach is for that for this group is because the, the reach is so large i mean there's people in you know in canada that we've spoken with there's people you know i mean just all over the world you know that we get to speak with based off of just making sure that they're a part of something that you know that we feel is real you know we feel that this story at this point is ours you know you know there's always going to be allegiance to the you know to the writer but this story has has monumental growth with us and there's people that are experiencing things now that we may have we 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 didn't experience in all honesty so we just think that 2021 is going to be huge for for all of our roles uh for all of our uh you know set things that we want to achieve yeah it's funny i've been working with karina and a couple others on an opportunity for 2021 and I'm going to leave it at that because that, folks, is what we in the biz call a teaser. Um, right. But I, I, I do think, you know, I, I, as somebody who, right, is is very much been as privileged and and has benefited from kind of you know heteronormativity for my entire life, I think 2020 for me was incredibly eye opening especially within the fandom community. And, you know, I, I again, I, by no means is this movement about me in any way, shape or form, but I almost, I, I found it in a good way, like eye-opening and shell-shocking. And so I'm really excited now, personally heading into 2021, to be able to more proactively be an ally and engage with any and everyone who identifies with the masterful magical minority movement and, and, and simply just wants better representation and more, more love and acceptance within the community. Uh, yeah, I'm really excited for that. And so I guess a question, cause I'm supposed to have questions as one of the interviewers on the podcast would be for you personally heading into 2021, you know, what did you learn about yourself over, over the course of 2020 and, and, and how does whatever that might be kind of impact your vision and focus for this year? Oh, man, that's that's a great question. 2020 just, you know, it I'll give you the, the good, bad and the ugly um, of all of it. 2020, the ugly part really had me afraid again. Um, it was the first time in a long time that I had truly been 
afraid of just, you know, I, I didn't want to leave the house. I didn't want to leave, you know, my, my, my kids, you know, I didn't want to leave, you know, I, you know, I was afraid of them growing up, you know, I was afraid of, of, of just being myself, you know, and, and I had never, I hadn't felt that since I was a kid. I mean, you know, this was the first time since, you know, I was, you know, young, you know, teenagers uh, that I had ever felt scared for my own life. And, and it was just due to so many different things happening around me. It was, you know, the, the, where in my area, when a lot of the things had happened and all the rioting was happening, uh, people were, were breaking into establishments, people were looting houses, people were, you know, starting fires everywhere they went. And there just happened to be a huge looting right across the street from me. And traffic was delayed and rerouted right in front of our house. So people were walking, you know, baseball bats and, you know, just driving up and down the street, you know, erratically throwing things out of their car and the house across from us, they were beginning to break into that house. And, you know, the cops made it there in time. And it was just, it was just, I mean, it was, it was crazy for like a week, you know, I, I mean, I, I didn't want to go do anything. I didn't want to get out of the house. If we did, we went really quick to pick things up and we, you know, we came back home as fast as we could just because the violence in the area had just broken out and it was just so bad, you know, that we just didn't want to chance having anyone out. So either I would go out by myself or my wife would go out, but we always kept the kids home. Um, so outside of being, you know, absolutely terrified for, you know, for those breakouts, um, a lot of things, you know, on the, on the good side is I've never read as many books this year as I've read in my life. And I mean, it's only a small number, but I went back to Harry Potter and this time I went back for the first time and it wasn't reading the books because I wanted to know what happened. I knew it was going to happen, but I needed to take my mind off of what was happening because, I mean, I was emotionally drained. I was mentally drained. I was physically drained. I mean, it just, it was just, I mean, that the, the mental draining just took everything. I mean, I was emotionally exhausted. I was physically exhausted. I mean, there will be days where I didn't do anything but stay on the sofa and I would be so just wore out from just, I, I just couldn't bring myself to turn the news on. You know, I just couldn't bring myself to just see what else was happening because, you know, the night before there were cars in our, you know, driving past, you know, with people screaming and shouting, there were fights breaking out. There were fires down the street from my house. I mean, it was like the police just lived and the fire engines just lived on our street in our neighborhood for seven straight days until things started to calm down. So I jumped back into Harry Potter and a ton of other books just to take my mind away from what I was doing. So I would, I would wake up, I'd put on the audio book, I'd have my earplugs in. So I'd, I mean, it literally would lock me into the books that I was reading or into the Harry Potter books I had, I'd watch clothes and I do all these things around the house or out in the yard. If I had a chance to go out there just so I could take my mind away from a lot of things. And, and on a good, on a good note, it was, I read so many books last year that I found stories that I like truly love. So, I mean, I was buying books left and right from Amazon, you know, just so I could, you know, or audiobooks just so I could engage my mind and just kind of give it a, a window to breathe. And that helped me out so much because it, it just, it kept my mind refreshed. And on a poetic note, it's, it's almost like jumping into another problem or another issue or someone else's, you know, heartbreaking story makes your story less heartbreaking. So um, on a good note, I read a, I read a ton of books. Um, I got, you know, people think, you know, a lot of people say, well, with the quarantine, you can't really leave the house anyway. So, you know, people are, you get really tired of the individuals that you're with. And it was the exact opposite for us. I mean, we just, we binged all of our favorite shows. We binge new things. 
So it was, it was challenging, you know, it was fun. And, you know, it, it, it was, you'd be surprised, you know, how many times you, you know, you, you know, we would flip coins for who would do dinner, for who would wash the dishes. And, you know, it was, it was great for that time being, but I can tell you there was, you know, there were just some shows and sometimes where I mean, I love my wife to death and I'm just like, I think, you know, these, I, I, you know, I, I love a lot of the stuff that we've seen and, you know, but we have the same talk where she's just like, you know, I love you, but why do we have to constantly watch? <laughs> it seems like you just like this one genre and vice versa. <laughs> so it, it was fun. There's some good in that. What advice would you give to people who are kind of in that same situation and trying to process that? Like, do you have any tips for them? And I don't know if you're still in that mode or if you're just working through it, but if other people are there too, because there's so many things happening, not only across the country, but across the world at different times where people are all in different spots with everything going on. Oh man, that's another great question. Uh, I think I say that a lot with you all um, because I I love how engaging the questions are. And first and foremost, I would say a have someone to talk to, um, even if it's, you know, you know, the person, the people that you don't, you know, the people that are, you know, people say, call me all the time, you know, or if there's any issues, let me know, but actually take people up on that and just, you know, just talk to someone, you know, even if it's just, you know, some, something funny or something silly or something hilarious or something that, you know, any of those topics that you feel, but talk to someone, you know, it's, it's having things, not being said that mean the most um, as a writer, if I can even call myself that the things that aren't said are the most important things. The words that aren't said are the words that are screamed. So silence a lot of times can be so much louder than actual words. So, you know, even if you don't have anyone to talk to, write it down, um, just write out how you feel, you know, and people think that, you know, well, if I just write out how I feel, it'll just be me just writing how upset I am or writing how sad I am or writing, you know, and then you'll go back and you'll read that and you'll be like, wow, you know, especially as you grow, you go back and you read those things and you'll say, I just, I couldn't believe I was that low because you're, you're not going to be there forever. You know, I wasn't there forever. I was terrified and really, you know, upset and, and really just heartbroken for a week. And, you know, I remember crying at my, you know, my son's bed while he was asleep and just saying, you know, like, I'm afraid for you to grow up because I'm just afraid that you may be in the wrong place at the wrong time. You know, and in a week, you know, I got over it, you know, but we, you know, I sat him down and we talked about it. And I was like, you know, you just have to understand that, you know, a lot of things that are happening right now, you need to pay attention to them. You need to, you know, most importantly, you need to understand and and comply with what's being asked of you because the foundations of those things not being done properly will come back to bite you one day. So if you look at things half-heartedly, if you don't pay attention to what's happening, then you won't have any remorse for when it happens to you. Um, but if A, I would say talk to someone, B, write it down, um, because um, again, you'll be so surprised at what you go back and look at once you start to heal. And C is I always try to do things to keep my mind engaged. That's why I listen to so many audiobooks. And then when I'm not listening to audiobooks, um, I'm either reading books or binging shows, but things like that, you know, believe it or not, when you when you watch things or when you read things, you're so engaged in what you're reading or what you're watching, it actually takes your mind away from, you know, present day problems and current issues because you're really getting into whatever it is that you're watching or whatever it is that you're reading. And now is the opportune time because, you know, you really can't leave and go do a lot of things. You know, that's why I'm always trying to read something new. 
Um, so I, I just finished a different book um, uh, yesterday or today, and I wrote a review about it. But it was it was it was a great book. I loved it. And then I always go back to something that I know. So at the end of all of that, if you say, "Well, I don't have anyone to talk to," I'm not ready to write things down yet because I'm still processing. I'm still grieving definitely go back to something that you know and something that you love so i always every single year for christmas it's just i don't know what it is but christmas i always go back to harry potter every single christmas i go back i either put on the audiobook or i just open up the book read a couple chapters and just even if it's if i don't finish the book i always go back to the first three books for christmas so you know those things will definitely keep you in that and you know it'll it'll try to keep you grounded because Regardless, if you know something and you love it and you go back to it or you've been going back to it, that's kind of your anchor to kind of keep you from going too far out, uh, you know, far out at sea, because then you're just like, all right, well, I know that I love this so much that I can this will at least keep me at bay from completely breaking until the story ends. Um, So that would definitely be my advice. And then, you know, if all else fails, you know, that's what we're here for. You know, so, you know, if your physical person that you want to talk to isn't there, believe me, you know, I'm sure I speak for both of you all when I say, you know, you can always reach out to any of us um, and just say, you know, just tell us how you feel or, or whatever you're comfortable with. And, you know, we'll do our best to help you through it. And and 150 percent. Yes. And certainly I would be a terrible podcaster if I didn't say you could gladly do that on mic. But of course, if you would prefer to do that off mic, my, my DMs are always open. My phone's always on. If you're in the Connecticut area and you believe in science and wear a mask, I am always available in person. Um, 1,000% yes. And Danny too. I, I said that as I statements, but those should be we statements. Just not in Connecticut for me. Yeah. For yeah. <laughs> so with engaging with things, because I think this year a lot of people have kind of taken the time to be able to find those new things or old things that they've always loved. The way that we were first introduced to you was through Instagram. So with that, there's also been a lot of creative burnout for people that are normally on the gram on a regular basis. And especially because we're all home. So content is more of a, it's not that it wasn't like, ideas flowing previously, but you're a little more confined to an area. So it's harder to come up with ideas with things that you may already have. Granted, 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 all Gerald needs is a lawn chair, his beard and a stack of books. And he's about to drop. like. (laughs) That's true. So Danny, I agree with your question in principle, but I believe we have the exceptions of the rule here and not the rule who's about to answer the question. I apologize, Danny, continue with your question. So with that, how did you handle your social media and did you experience that creative burnout? And if so, what, what was that like for you and how did you kind of work through that type of thing? That, believe it or not, that was really fun for me. Um, <laughs> believe it or not, uh, <laughs> Stephen won't believe this, but I, I swear to you, you know, you'd have to just ask, you know, the day that we actually meet um, and the bromance officially kicks off in physical form. Um, you have to ask my kids and my wife how many times I say, man, I just I just don't want to take a picture with this chair. <laughs> I don't want to take a picture with a chair all the time, you know, so I'm always, you know, and then if it's not a picture of the chair, it's a picture of just me, like kind of just standing in the road and I'm always thinking to myself, I just, I just don't want to do the same two shots. And it's funny because that's when I'm the most creative because, you know, I'm like, all right, well then if I'm sitting down, 
you know, that I'm just reading the book and you're just taking the candid shot, which you would think no one would ever get tired of because no one has ever just reached out to me and be like, do you have anything else? No, I said no one ever, but I'm always the guy that's like, no one wants to see me just sitting in a chair reading again. No one wants to see me just getting, no one wants to see me with just clothes on. So the creative tactic for me is how can I take the same picture with without replicating the outfit that I had previously worn exactly. So I'm going to wear the same outfit, but I'm going to try to do like a different pin. I'm going to try to do like a different take on it. You know, I'm going to, it's either going to be really, really dapperly dressed up or it's going to be kind of a casual weird sisters kind of vibe. Hence the, you know, the black motorcycle jacket and the black and white photos, but it's in the same spot, you know, (laughs) but it's just, I've decided, all right, well, you know what, instead of putting on the blazer, I'm going to throw on the, on the leather jacket this time. I'm going to go from minister to, BA, you know, and, you know, I'm going to go from, you know, the really nice guy that, you know, that's, that should be helping me, you know, with anything I have an issue with to, if you say anything to my Hufflepuffs, I will hex you, you know, so I try to go in both directions. So it's the fun part for me is the creativity aspect of it, where I try to replicate the photo, but I try to do it with jeans instead of slacks, a leather coat instead of blazers, you know, uh, a turtleneck in the locket instead of, um, you know, instead of just a casual suit, you know, where I do the the house edition books instead of, you know, the regular hardbacks where, you know, so I'm always trying to find different ways to replicate the same photo. And with that being said, um, you wouldn't be, you know, you guys would definitely understand that it's, after a while of doing that, you you put pressure on yourself and it's nothing against Instagram, but you just get so used to posting every other day or every three days or every four days. You know, you start to get your you get your your style down, you get your your posting pattern down and then you just kind of burn out. And you're like, well, I don't have any content. So do I just kind of do a throwback Thursday pick? Do I just do a flashback Friday pick? Do I just do the same photo that I've taken 10 of, but it's at a different angle. So I'm not just straight on this time. I'm kind of on the side this way and I have the cigar. So do I do it? You know what I mean? So at that point, you're just like, now I've, <laughs> I'm not even, rep- I'm not even replicating style. I'm just reposting the same photo from three weeks ago at a different angle. And the best advice I would give and the best thing that I have done is you just got to take a break. You just have to just say, all right, you know what? I'm just, I'm all out of ideas. Um, At this point, I'm just replicating the stuff that I've already posted. I just didn't want to post four of the same photo four days in a row or four of my posting schedule days in a row. Now I'm doing it once every so many days, just a, a, a healthy break from it, you know? And then what I like to do is that, like I said, the fun part for the creativity for me is I go back and I watch the movies, but I look for the things, you know, I can quote every single line, but I pay attention to the things that I didn't really pay attention to at first. So like, you know, a perfect example would be everybody knows when Harry, uh, you know, or when Ron mumbles the words to open the the chamber of secrets. And he's like, Harry talks in his sleep. We all know that. But I try to look at inside the chamber. You know, I try to look at, you know, all the way back to the chamber of secrets. You know, once, you know, they all the rubble had came down on all of them. I'm like, well, maybe I can do a photo where, you know, it's me kind of just crunched in all the rubble. You know, so I try to replicate different scenes that aren't the popular scenes. I try to replicate different things that weren't as popular because everyone knows these 
you know, set things. So I try to do the things or look for the things. All right, well, why don't I just give my hand a shot at doing this? And then, like I said, when all else fails and I'll take those photos, I'll take 10 or 15 and they'll come out and I'll be like, ah, I don't really like those. So I just, I believe it or not, I just, I just take a, a nice, healthy break. You know, it, it could be a weekend. It could be two weeks where, you know, I'll go on Instagram and just scroll through a lot of the pages that pop up. I'll go to, you know, a lot of my favorite pages and I'll go through and just, you know, like and comment, but I just don't have that inspiration to post, but I just stay active in that, in that way. And then if not, I usually, sometimes I'll just take a whole break entirely, you know, that way I can kind of come back and be fresh. You know, it's funny. You said earlier about, you know, just doing throwback Thursdays and flashback Fridays there was a certain part of this year where I spent hours digging through like my iPhotos, <laughs> just like the thousands of photos I've taken at the studio tour or at the wizarding world. I'm like, Oh, just please let one of these be good enough. Um, I, I, I felt that. And then I also, it's funny. I haven't thought about it too critically necessarily, although I'm sure you could analyze this for a good while. You know, at the start of 2020, I was, really regimented and had a really good vision for daily content. If not daily, at least, you know, four times, you know, the majority of the week having good content I was pushing out. And as the year progressed, I fell off that wagon a little bit. And then at some point I stopped caring if I was falling off the wagon. (laughs) Uh, And so I, yeah, I, I guess, I don't know. I, Danny, I guess I should listen to the episode that you released on creative burnout, huh? Because um, I feel that. Um, although I guess, Gerald, I guess to your to your original point you made about feeling actually somewhat invigorated by all of the content that you've pushed out throughout the year, how much of that do you feel, and this is kind of a rhetorical question, I suppose, but how much of that do you feel is due to you being so genuine and, you know, I, I you'll never, you're too humble in some respects, you also call yourself the minister of magic. So, you know, humble is an interesting word. Um, You're at least humble. You're humble to the extent where you're not going to toot your own horn. So I will, you know, I I think you're one of the more genuine and thoughtful and, and uh, selfless people on social media, at least that I've interacted with. So how much, how much do you feel your invigoration with kind of your content throughout the year is propelled by, by you being your genuine self rather than feeling manufactured or, or fabricated. Oh man, that's great. Um, I always feel like uh, the, the content that uh, I try to put out or that I try to, to show everyone is some version of accessible items. Um, and I've, I've always made it a point uh, because what I want people to understand is a lot of the stuff that I, I mean, that I truly, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love a lot of the official merch. I mean, there's still things that are on that list that, I, you know, that I'm, I call it my bucket list that I still obtain. Um, but a lot of that stuff is, you know, just me randomly grabbing a pair of green socks that I saw at, you know, at, at uh any uh, Nordstrom's or any place that I, I frequent and just like, man, you know what, that's Slytherin green. And I'll just grab a, you know, a $3 pair of socks. Or, you know, if I go thrifting, I'll just, I'll grab a green sweater or a, a green hoodie just because I'm like, man, you know what, that doesn't scream Slytherin. But for me, when I post it, everyone knows that's okay. He doesn't have to have all the symbols and all the stuff on it for it to be the minister of magic rep in Slytherin. And 
the part that I love about that is a lot of times, you know, people will reach out and they'll say, man, you know, like, I just wish I had your Slytherin collection. And I tell people all the time, a lot of it is either thrifted items that I've come across that I've picked up and I've been lucky enough to find people that, you know, will say, Hey, you know what, if you give me, if you can get me a green jumper, I'll sew the letter on for you. Um, if you can, if, you know, a lot of places that will have sales um, and then I'll, you know, that'll be the one time I pull the trigger and grab, you know, a Slytherin t-shirt or a Slytherin jumper or, you know, something along those lines. But my favorite thing that I think, um, I don't want to say separates me from the rest, but at the same time separates me from the rest is I try to piece things together so it feels like it's authentically me. So, you know, I'll grab, you know, a, a regular jean jacket and a green or, a, you know, a green t-shirt. And even if it doesn't have anything on it, I just, I like to put it together myself. So it feels, it feels as genuinely as it's going to get. Cause then my creativity gets to take over because I'm putting the pieces together as I make the outfit. And that's what I love the most about what I post is it's stuff that it's, I mean, it, it's stuff that I'm inspired by as I see it throughout walks of life, but it's put together by me. That's it's exclusively myself. Um, it's not something where, you know, I've had or asked, you know, I mean, I do it with the magical family. So I'll give those guys, uh, some credit where I'll, you know, I'll ask, you know, like this is, these are the three things that I'm going to put together. So I'm trying to go for jaw dropping, uh, pass out or just break the internet. Which one of these three do you think it, you know, do you think achieves that? And eventually I post the other two, but I like my favorite part of the whole thing is putting pieces together and it could be pins from swish and flick. It could be a jacket from gap. It could be a shirt from ROR apparel, but by piecing them all together to achieve that weird sisters look is, is all myself. See, it's funny because I mean, look, let's be clear. I put some thought into the stuff I put out into the world, (laughs) but more often than not, I'm just like, huh? Well, this has got a cool cover, and if I hold it like this, it looks not too bad. Fuck it, let's do it. Um, So, boy, and and, you know, again, this is not about me. This is about you. But boy, did that answer make me feel very kind (laughs) of devoid of any purpose. So that's that's good. But a lot of times you need that because, you know, as a person that likes to put things together, I promise you, you're not going to believe this. But some of the greatest things I've put together are kind of just my eighth or ninth attempt and I'm getting frustrated. And I literally just say, you know what, I'm just, I'm not going to get what I want out of this. So I'm just, this is probably the best out of the eight attempts. Let's just see what it looks like. And and believe it or not, I mean, it's like, but the first seven attempts were me actually trying and me actually putting things together. And then that eighth attempt is just like, all right, man, like I got 15 ties on the, on the, all over the bed. I've got six pairs of pants on the floor. I've got two pairs of shoes out of the box that the cat's playing in, not in the box that the, the shoes were in. I, I, I just, I, I can't figure this out. I've got six shirts. I, I don't. Okay, fine. The idea I had in mind was clearly not what I had in mind. Like it doesn't have that wow effect. And I'm sitting here scratching my head. Like, I just don't understand Like in my mind, like this was it. And then the second and third and fourth attempts, I don't really like the way the green is. And, you know, cause sometimes it's too many greens. And then that eighth attempt is just, all right, man, I got all this stuff out and I'm going to get upset putting it all back and getting nothing out of it. So let's just take a few pictures of this eighth attempt. And it, believe it or not, it's that eighth attempt where you're just like, well, I really didn't think that was going to piece together like that. And it's just like, well, damn, that's all right. We got a winner here on, on basically the, the, the effort try, you know, 
<laughs> you know what I mean? So it, it, it happens. I, I know you won't believe me, but trust me, it happens. It's almost like you let instinct kind of go take control so you can get through it. And then you realize, yeah. oh, I didn't have to overthink as much as I was. Absolutely. To Absolutely. get the idea out of my head, it just appeared in a different realm than I expected. Absolutely. Apparently, I am behind on the game and that you have two Instagrams. Let the, record, let the record reflect. I knew that. I am an, I am an engaged, avid follower of both. Um, who told you that? So just for the record, all those listeners out there who are convinced that I just kind of come on here and do whatever, there was, you know, there's a little bit more going on in this tortoise shell than, than you'd believe. Good stuff. Good stuff. I appreciate that. Thank you. I have been scrolling through it as we chat because I literally just found it per Steven. Your latest picture, we have like identical book tastes. What? Really? There's a series on your pile that I read through quarantine, which was the Holly Black series. Fantastic. Uh, The Cruel Prince series. Yes. The Folk and Air series. And then I currently have on hold the, um, I always get the name wrong. It's the, the Court of Thorns and Roses. Yes. That is on my list to be read. And then I have read others within this pile. Oh, man. So I can tell you, first and foremost, A Court of Thorns and Roses is epic. I mean, like, I this is a potter podcast but i will tell you sarah j mass has a equal cult following once you jump into that realm then we'll have to get offline about the throne of glass series which is epic and i mean sarah j mass just her writing is 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 is, is just beautiful i mean you can ask we just I, I, as you read through that we're gonna have to i mean like i just need i'm gonna need a play-by-play <laughs> Of that series, so make sure. And then if you don't, if you don't, then I'm gonna check back with you and be like, "Hey, can we can we knock Akatar out for 2021? If not, let me know when you're ready so we can play by play it." But it's a wonderful series. I waited forever, forever for the library. I mean, it was like a four to six week wait to get that book. <laughs> oh, I don't even know how long I've been on this list and i've had quite a few books through this because everyone's reading right now that i have wait there was a book i waited six months to get wow so let me just give you a small idea of how much i love sarah j mass in that series i have the physical books for that series i have the ebooks for that series and i have the audiobooks for that series all of them like i needed access to all of it that's how much i love that series so are there any other series outside of those in Harry Potter where you have them in all formats? Oh, man, that's a great question. I have the um, Scythe series, the Ark of a Scythe. I have the Scythe series in audio, ebook, and physical form. And the only other one I have, I think, that's in that format is... Uh, the Stephanie Garber series, uh, the Carl Vall series. 
Okay. Oh man, that was oh I love that series too. That was really 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 good. And then she's such a sweetheart. Anytime I I had posted a post that's related to her book from a character that I chose, and I mean she loved it. She's such a sweetheart. She commented on everything, and it was it was great. So I definitely need a play by play for those. Um, and Throne of Glass comes in highly recommended. I mean everyone that has read A Court of Thorns and Roses has said that I need to read. Uh, Throne of Glass, and it came in so highly recommended that I blindly bought the entire series in hardcover for a ridiculous amount of money because so many people had said it is such a good series, and it was from people that I actually trust for their opinion, and they're like, listen, I read it every year, and it's that good of a series. So, again, another purchase to my wonderful Ravenclaw that she adds is a a three-digit amount purchase for eight hardcover books that I also have in audiobook and ebook form. I wanted to work in some book recommendations there since a lot of people are reading right now. Yes. Yes. The library is getting so many, uh, so many things checked out for me right now. Um, I will say if you get a chance, I like the narrated version, but the book is wonderful. If you get a chance and to write this down, it's a book called the book thief it's one of my it's, favorites okay. the narrator uh for that is british so the last time i heard a narrating by by someone british was jim dale so this guy is british and since the story is kind of uh you know he does all the german and russian accents he i mean he's just phenomenal at doing that but the narrative version of the book thief was so beautiful and heartbreaking the movie was also very well done I need to see the movie. I need to see it. I've been waiting to see it. And I know the book is always better. So I'm kind of hesitant. It's, it's very, they're different, of course, but it's very comparable. Like I read the book first because there's a certain surprise within the books that you want to find out for your own and not through the movie. But the movie moved me just as much as the book did. Oh, okay. Perfect. I will put that on schedule to watch tonight. I, a lot of people didn't say that they enjoyed uh, The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue, but I liked it. Um, it's the first one by V.E. Schwab. I think she has some other books out, but this was the first one that I had read about her. And I, I mean, like when she had released it, it like blew up. I mean, everywhere, like everyone was reading it. So I said, well, let me just, so I checked it out from the library and I loved it so much. Um, I I got the, the audio. I like the audio because... The audiobooks, I can get a lot of chapters knocked out as I'm doing things throughout life. Sometimes I have to go back so I can I don't miss something. But then when I read it, then it's it's for some reason it hits. It's like the same but different effect when I physically read through the lines versus mm-hmm. when I hear them. But I always I like to do both if I have the chance. So I checked out I checked both of those out from the library and I liked it so much that I got the the audiobook for that one. I liked it. A lot of people said that it doesn't have the the punch that they all want um, because Sarah J Mass kind of takes off pretty quick. So she, she sets the stage and then like once you can see the outline of the target, then she just, I mean, like she just shoots off. So, but I liked it. I think that it was a slow burn and the slow burn sometimes is really good, you know, but you kind of, you know, but to me it was, I like the way she writes because I like to write poetic type things. And she really does great with poetically writing heartbreak and things like that. So I liked it. A lot of people are kind of on the iffy 
timetable, but I will say if you get a chance, I always, anytime I read a book, I write my review for it and then I put the review in my story so people can see like kind of have I, how I have it and I try not to put spoilers in there. Nice. So now that it is officially 2021, what are you, and I know things are up in the air just because of COVID and everything, but what are you kind of looking forward to in the next year, whether that's creatively, reading, pretty much anything, like what are you? Galaxy's Edge, going going back to the yeah. parks in a safe way where you're not terrified if you touch a ride, you're going to get Rona, you know, whatever. Yeah. Just thoughts. Oh, man. There's there's so many things. So I, I just can't wait for the day that Karina and Ellie and Imana and Trey and Griselda, you know, and you guys and just so many other individuals, like, I just can't wait for that meetup. You know, it's, you know, now is, is, you know, we can kind of still do it, but, you know, we got to wear the mask and we got to keep, and I'm just, you know, and I, I can be a hundred percent honest when I say this, you know, at, at, at Dumbledore's amount of life, you know, um, it, as far as age that I have obtained, uh, we're around the same age. I just, I'm just, I'm, I'm a hugger, you know, I just, you know, I, I'll, I'll give you that good handshake and then, but I mean, I'm just, I'm just a hugger. I just, I, that's the type of person that I am. I'm just a heartfelt hugger you know and i just i just want to be able to meet so many people that i've met on here you know i mean i just i can't tell you like you know me and karina you know i'm always trying to get passes so i can go back uh um to to the wizarding world you know right now uh my five-year-old is on the disney tip so we got passes for you know for disney world and you know, Disney is, is just life. And I, I love it so much because I'm so, such a huge anime geek. A lot of people didn't, a lot of people are always like, there's no ways, but I, I love anime and going to Disney and going to Japan and Epcot is, is just such a great thing. And then being able to see my little five-year-old light up when she sees all the princesses and all that is just, it's just amazing. However, you know, home is home, you know, and I just, 2021 is the year that I need to get back to the wizarding world. Um, see the magical fam, see all the people that, you know, that I've just, that I've, that I've just made really strong bonds and friendships with here. Um, if, you know, if God is willing, if uh, all the powers that be can get me off of my lazy self so I can actually complete writing the book that I've been working on writing for literally like three years, I just, you know, as a, you know, people believe it or not, you know, we are our worst critics. And I'm always just like, you know, no one wants to read about, you know, heartbreak and, you know, and then I read about it all the time, you know, and, and a lot of the books that I like to read, you know, so I'm like, no one wants to read about heartbreak and, you know, and all of this type of stuff. And then, you know, I have sent some, some individuals my work and they're just like, you're just, you're incredible. And you need to, you need to, you, even if you don't want to do it for yourself, do it for the people like us that are just like, we love what you're, what you've been doing. So at least let us have it in physical form so we can put it on the shelf. And I think being minister of magic and also being able to say that I'm a writer or an author, or I've published a book, I think would have such a great ring to it, you know, because I'm trying to write as many books as Dumbledore wrote. So that way I can, at least, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to parallel his legacy, but I just want to be on the list, you know, when it comes to that. So getting back to the parks, meeting all of you wonderful people. Uh, if the beer's not growing back out, though, I'm going to have to, I'm going to give you the the six feet because you didn't get it back to my specifications because you, you don't understand how many guys wish they could grow a beard and don't grow a beard. 
and you have the capability to do that and you're just like nah man i'm just like you can be a viking and you know it and i think you're you're hiding from your duty to us in the magical world but uh getting back to the parks writing this book and getting it out there and last but not least uh I definitely want to be able to see things that I haven't seen yet. So I haven't seen snow in like 10 years, you know, if not longer, you know, I know it's not all it's hyped up to be, but I, I even has opinions. Snow, the, no, we're stopping you there. No, 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 I want, no, 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 I want no, the no, cute no, no, snow. I don't want the, you know, the heavy, heavy snow plow pushing the snow back into your driveway snow. I just want the cute fall weather leaves are changing it might get cold enough for some flurries, but not black ice and not none of that stuff. Because you got to understand, I need the proper photo op backdrops. Okay, so there, there, the, like, truth, the truth comes out. Truth comes know? out. There it is. <laughs> I have to say, because look, I spent the past four years in Arizona and or Florida. And so coming up to Connecticut, I was like, hey, I'm not ready for the snow, but I'm excited to see it. Like it's, you know, something nice, something different. Right. But then that first snowfall drops and you can't leave your house for however many days because the streets are snowed over, the driveways iced over. So once it starts to melt, then it gets cold at night and all the melt off, all the runoff just becomes ice. So then you're stuck at home. And like that isn't necessarily a problem, especially during a pandemic. But you'd like to be able to do things like go to the grocery store or go get a cup of coffee from the drive through. And you can't do that. So then you're just sitting there by yourself with nothing but two podcasts to host or co-host to kind of keep yourself entertained. Right. And you've already gone nuts living alone by yourself for the better part of the past four years. So at this point, I mean, what else could happen? And then it gets cold because like when it's cold outside, it's cold inside. That's a thing I didn't really realize living in Arizona. And yeah, so I just had a bit of a moment here. Uh, <laughs> But you say you want the snow until the snow occurs. And then you're like, okay, it's pretty, but it's cold as shit. And I have nothing else to do with it right now. So what it sounds like is me and this lovely young lady need to get you both a list of the books that we have or want to read. And I think you'll just, I mean, just combing through those so many days will just pass by, especially the ones that you lock into. And before you know it, you're going to be like, man, I just sat on the couch for about three days. Gerald, I've day. tried. Our genre is not his yeah. genre. Yeah, I, okay. I have very different reading yeah. tastes. I, I tend to read predominantly memoirs. Um, if I am reading fiction, it tends to be historical fiction set around like war or major kind like, of things like that. I think you'll like The Book Thief. I think you could do The Book Thief. Yeah, I think you can do the book thief. That's that's World War II. Um, it, I I thought it was great because the book is is written from death's perspective, so it's it's death, you know, narrating a story around. You know, when you think the book thief, I just thought like it was a girl or a boy that just stole books, but it's actually a girl who doesn't know how to read, and her father kind of helps her along with that. And not to kind of spoiler alert it, but it's during World War II, like right when it happens. So, you know, like the Hitler youth start to form and things like that. And long story short, um, this is a family that is German, but they don't believe in the Third Reich. They're, you know, they 
are not for that, but they have to present themselves in a way that makes them for it. But it's, and then it, there's another part of that. That's just, it, it's, it's a really, really beautiful story. Okay. I'm going to, I have a long list of books that I just don't have time to get to, but I'm going to add that to said list. Cause that does sound compelling. Yeah, I think out of that pile, I think that is the one you would enjoy the most out of the set that he has. Okay. See, look at that teamwork. Hmm. Now I actually have to read the thing, which uh, yeah. I mean, I'm, if, I'm a, if you, you know, go ahead. If you if you don't like it, or you're you know you're like, well, this really isn't for me. Um, that's okay. Um, then I can then there's a there's another show that I would I would love for you to watch. I'd love for you to get. I'd love to get your thoughts on that. So if you decide that you don't like that one, there's a show that's like definitely World War Two that I I really really want you to get in. I uh, really want you to at least try. And I'm not sure if you have Apple TV or not, but Tom Hanks just did a movie called Greyhound. And it's, I mean, it's definitely one of my movies of the year. So that was probably, that made my list for 2021 is his movie. It was really good. See, I grew up a huge reader. I, I, I love consuming literature. I love the intricacies of, of grammar and prose and, and I find it beautiful just as I've gotten older. I've just run out of time to actually commit to reading. At this point, I love reading long form journalism. I love reading investigative journalism, like, mm-hmm. you know, things like that, because it, 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 it's captivating enough to keep my attention for like five to 10 minutes, 20 minutes tops, mm-hmm. uh, but doesn't require more than that and isn't kind right. of as intellectually lacking as like a lot of right. just regular journalism tends to be. So that's like right. where my sweet spot's been recently. Okay, and I mean, and that's how I my cheat, my life hack is audiobooks. I'm telling you, I, I wish there was a way for me to be able to, like you said, I, I just can't sit down and dedicate that amount of time. So, like I said, while I'm while I'm cleaning or doing chores or you know even just running around, um, you know, running errands, I just I pop on that audiobook and I can steal, you know, five or six chapters and go back to whatever it is that I was doing, you know, tea parties with the five-year-old and Bluey and, and stuff like that. And then, you know what I mean? Then I can go back um, and steal a few chapters once she goes to sleep. So I, what I like to do, believe it or not, is I, I love physical hardcover books, just the way they, people get weirded out by this, but the way hardcover books smell is just phenomenal. I mean, it's just like new hardcovers, old hardcovers. It just, I don't know what it is. I mean, I know what it is. It's the glue that binds the pages, but it's, just a beautiful thing um but i read a lot of books off my ipad because that's the you know i don't want to leave the light on and the kids are like oh the lights are on so now that means i can come in the room and 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 gang tackle you and beat you up but if i read off the ipad you know it's in night form it's in black and white and then i can steal a chapter or two before bed it kind of you know gets you ready to go to sleep so a few different ways to kind of skin the cat so to speak no pun intended to mcgonagall i love mcgonagall especially young mcgonagall oh my god I was about to go into a whole thing about how young McGonagall really can't be young McGonagall because she technically wasn't born at the point in which she's teaching. And cur- it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I'm not. We're not. It's fine. I do want to hear that though. You're gonna have to. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to table that. But I do want to hear that. All I'm saying. Okay. No. No. We. Sure. Yes. Yes. Um, Danny, you'll be pleased to know that I came prepared with my creator shoutouts ahead of time this week. I'm so proud of you. Why don't you start us off then? I will start us off. So this week I have two. First goes out to this punk rock band who I believe are Welsh. 
Um, they're called Punk Rock Factory. They came out with a new album back in December. If you follow me on any social media, you know I kind of went off on this for a little bit because they do covers and they've been doing a lot of Disney covers recently. And so they came out with this whole album that's like 95% Disney covers. It's called A Whole New Worst, like Liverwurst, but worst. Um, and I mean, they've got Can You Feel the Love Tonight, Let It Go, Do You Want to Build a Snowman, I'll Make a Man Out of You, You're Welcome, I Just Can't Wait to Be really? King, Under the Sea. My personal favorite probably is Under the Sea uh, off this album. And they have a couple other songs they've done, I think, either on an EP or just as singles that were Disney. Um, I don't usually go for punk rock, um, but this is just fun. Um so yeah, shout out to Punk Rock Factory. And then my second shout out goes to a magical sunflower on Instagram. Her name is Sharingala, and I really hope I'm pronouncing that right. You have the enunciation guide on, you know, with your name, and I tried my hardest. I'm sorry if that's not correct. But you just have a really cool account. A lot of Disney photos, uh, just kind of fun and around the parks and you also just are really sweet. We've had a couple of DMs. It's about my pin pod bean and also about anxiety to kind yeah. of different ends of the spectrum there. Um, Good stuff. And yeah, Could you yeah. please send those to me? I absolutely will. Um, so shout out to you, Sharingala, Sharingala. Again, I'm sorry. I, I tried. <laughs> if I can get you to say I'm sorry, I tried with the beard. I really think our relationship was just totally just take that turn to the right because right now we're just so left and i just feel like the effort isn't there i mean it doesn't take me three days to grow all this out i mean this is weeks of you know of continuous growth but you can give me a full beard in like seven days of just no activity and i just really feel like the effort there is you know i think there's something to be said about the effort here i don't have any rationale or reason for why i shaved it off i legitimately woke up a couple sundays ago at this point and just said huh I'm going to shave it off today. And I wasn't planning on doing this terrible mustache thing. I literally just, because the way I do it is I shave all of this, then I shave the mustache, then I go for the under, then the neck. And I got done with, you know, I'm saying this because the listeners can't really see what I'm doing. Shaving like my face as one does. Mm -hmm. And I said, huh, this looks bizarre. Let's do this for a little bit. (laughs) And so that's where I'm at. There was no intention. There was no fashion or style belief in this. This was just a, hey, I woke up today and I'm feeling some kind of way. Let's do it and see what happens. We so I recorded. think one of two things happened. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, A, you just got up and you were like, you know, it was like that Bad Boys 2 thing where, you know, the boss is talking to Mike and he's talking to Martin Lawrence and he's like, hey, boss, how you doing? I, you know, what is it that we can do to just completely just, just, just mess up the boss's day today. I think, I think you woke up and you were just like, you know what, man, I can't leave the house. There's black ice everywhere. Um, and you know, I love Gerald. I think Gerald is a, is a wonderful individual and it's not his fault that I'm upset that I can't go outside, but he's outside. He's in Florida. There's no snow and his beard is like glowing in the sunshine. And I'm just so upset that I'm just going to rebel against the system and say, you know what, man, I'm just, I'm done with this. So, you know, you have, you've done nothing wrong, Gerald. Uh, you know, I love you. The bromance will continue, but I'm just so upset that you're just outside in the sunlight working on your tan and I'm stuck in the house getting paler by the minute. I'm just, I'm just going to rebel against the system and I'm just going to chop this thing off because I'm just so, I, I can't deal with it. Or B, you said, you know what? The mustache rye thing is just not working out. 
maybe if I go full ride, because mustache limits you to just a specific type of ride, but a beard ride is more, yeah, I feel like you get more for your buck. Like you wouldn't be putting quarters in, you'd have to actually fold the dollars the correct way and put like paper money in. And I think you were like, you know what? I feel like I get a little bit more out of the deal if I have more going for me across my face. And, um, you know, it's not like, you know, and, and by no means am I saying this in a discriminatory way. It's not like an ordinary witch or wizard is giving me flack. The top person in the magical world is giving me flack. So I kind of got, you know, I kind of have to at least pretend that I'm going to go in the right direction because literally the one human being that speaks for all of us is saying, hey, you, please join me in, you know, in wizards with beards against, you know, let's let's discontinue the the mustache rides because that's more of a car- carnival type thing. You know, carnival's in town for like a couple days. And I feel like with the full beard, you could have like an entire season of the show versus, all right, we're in town for like, man, like two weeks, man. So you might as like, while supplies last versus I'm, I'm actually here for about eight months, believe it or not. And, and and the great thing about this eight months is in eight months, it will be on Viking status. And then I can walk around with like an ax. I can look like I'm a part of Lord of the Rings. I can double jump genres. But right now I can't even get to Hagrid status because I'm basically Snape with a pencil drawn on mustache. So the two thoughts I had when I shaved it, the first was in the immediate aftermath. I legitimately thought no, you know, no joke. Oh God, what's Gerald going to say? And then you fast forward. I forget if it was a day or a couple hours time. It's a social construct. At some point I, I was going to post a photo like of myself to my story. And I said, Oh no, he's going to see it now. Um, so congratulations. You have successfully infiltrated the inner workings of my mind. Um, well done. There's a specific magical term for the ones that can actually go in there and do that. And the fact that you just didn't safeguard it meant that it was done on purpose. We recorded a pod a few days after you cut it. And it was the day that I had been speaking with you, Gerald, to schedule this. And this video clicked on and in my head. I just went, oh, this isn't going to end well. (laughs) I mean, you know, and I know, I mean, even if you decided, like, let's just say, you know what, I'm going to be doing a podcast with Gerald. Um, You know what, let me just grow it out and let me just let this thing go. And then as soon as we're done, I'm just going to cut it off because I've done my magical obligation of making sure that the beard was in magical effect. And now that, now that I've given him what he's want, what he wants, now I think the bromance can turn a little bit and I think he'll be more understanding of me cutting it off after the fact versus me cutting it off before the fact, having it cut off during the fact and just blatant disrespect for the magical diplomacy and just saying, you know what, like I, you know, I love you, but I just don't care what you think. And now we have to go back and retract. So, we're, so basically we can kill two birds at one stone, but I'm asking to do this again for the followers that are listening. So we're going to have to do this again, eventually somewhere down the line, just so we can do this the proper way prior to us meeting in 2021. I think we can manage it. So Gerald, do you have any people you want to shout out? Yes, there are. Oh man, there are, well, at least uh, let me say this, the one account that I have, you know, I've become such great friends with her uh, recently and she's such a sweetheart is an account by the name of magic in metal. Um, And the great thing about this account 
is this young lady is a, she's essentially a blacksmith. She makes all of her jewelry. It's all handmade. Um, and she even shows the videos that she makes where she's going piece by piece from just the raw piece of the metal all the way down to rings and earrings and things like that. And it's, I mean, she's such a she's such a wonderful individual herself and her husband. They both make um, a lot of magical pieces. So they make I love their spooky Mickey uh, merchandise. They make a lot of uh, Mickey merchandise for like what's the as the ghost. So Halloween is perfect. I mean, she makes Halloween a year round thing. And I love that about her. Um, she also has the account by it's uh, Mac Designs. And that's the account that's specifically for all the jewelry where you can go on and see. And um, she's actually going to make uh, a teaser, spoiler alert. Uh, she's going to go into making a lot of the Horcruxes and Harry Potter jewelry. So it's I love that it's gender neutral. So she has necklaces, she has rings, she has earrings. She basically, if you can think it, she can make it. I've seen her make rings from scratch. I've seen her make necklaces, earrings. So uh, Magic in Metal and her other account is also uh, Mac Designs. Um, I just I just cannot speak enough for how much I just, I mean, she's just, she's such a, a wonderful individual. She's very hands-on and, and I love that she's really big for small business. Um, Jocelyn. Poet Sarah. Oh, my goodness. Poet Sarah, if you guys uh, if you guys don't know, uh, Jocelyn is an absolute I mean, she's just so supportive, such a wonderful individual. Uh, she takes her she takes us with her uh, for a lot of the emotional uh, things that she goes through. And I just love that she's just so open and, and she has the courage to be transparent. I mean, I'm, I'm such a fan. I mean, she's she is the support that, you know, that that I try to replicate and give everyone else. Um, she's she like I said she's she's such such a sweetheart. Um, those are the you know the 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 really really you know big accounts that I, I definitely want to shout out. I always shout out you know the magical fam. Um, my my I call her my book TBR buddy uh, Tabs. Uh, it's Tabs and Tails T A B Z N Tails. Uh, she just Tabs is great because Tabs is she's probably the fastest reader I've ever heard of. I mean, it tabs combs through books and she'll, I mean, I'll tell her about a book that is taking me um, almost three weeks to read and tabs will find a way to, she can read an entire book in a day. I, I, I just love how fast she's able to read, uh, but her account is just wonderful. She does, you know, so many different little things for her small business book sleeves and aromas, but I like that she does them for book characters. So she kind of brings those fictional characters to life with room sprays and book sleeves. And, you know, she's just so arts and crafty, if that's a thing. Um, and then, you know, I just, I tell them this and uh, if they, you know, they'll, they'll laugh when they hear this, but I tell Karina and Trey and Ellie and Imana and Griselda, you know, I, you know, I have a soft spot for all of them, especially Griselda. She's like my, she's like my little sister, but like my big sister that could beat everybody up. Like, I feel like if it ever came down to like, to the hexes, I feel like she'd be like, no, bro, let me show you like the one that's really going to like bring them down to one knee. That's, that's Griselda for me. You know, I just, I just, I love her to death. She's such a sweetheart, but she like Karina, like Ellie, like Imana, they're just, they're just so fierce. And I, I just love that about them. And I tell Trey this, I tell them all this, I'm going to tell you this till I'm blue in the face. 
And then when I'm blue in the face, I'm going to tell you guys again, you're the most inspirational human beings I've ever met. I mean, on this platform, I've met so many people, but you guys constantly do or say or speak something into reality that just constantly has me like, wow, that's that's what I want to do. That's, you know, that's the person that I want to be. So they strive to, to make me want to do better. And everyone else that reaches out and says, you know, hey, you know, it's, you know, I want to make sure that I include everybody that sends me some form of a DM, uh, some form of, you know, just kindness and, and comments on things, because I, I understand that with all the things going on now, it takes a lot to go to someone's page and say, you know, just to say anything, you know, or to like it, you know, especially with the algorithms and things like that. So thank you to you guys, uh, my favorite bearded brother when you're bearded. Um, this I, I never have any complaints with this wonderful young lady. She has different glasses almost every time I see her. She's I just I mean, I just feel like, you know, I, I can't really I, I, I there's nothing. I mean, I, I, I need you in this realm of, 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 of good sportsmanship, because right now I feel like I'm the I'm the guy that lost the team battle. And instead of me saying good game, I have to be that guy that gets fined for saying something about the other team. And, you know, I feel like that guy, like I'm like next week, the NFL is going to find me for arguing with the refs or, you know, or talking back to the refs versus. As they should No, as they should, because this is a, a trend that is continuing into season two in 2021, where people just come on this podcast and decide, Hey, Danny's perfect. Let's just shit on Steven. Why don't we? So <laughs> you, you know what? Perfect whoever, has never been used. Whoever the commissioner is in this metaphor, I hope they find you from here till kingdom come. I um, just, I mean, I, I just, I don't want you to think that the love is not there. I just, you know, as a, and this is why Slytherin and Hufflepuffs do so good because I, Slytherins push Hufflepuffs. We all know that. Everyone that's listening to this can be like, yeah, I, I love Slytherin because Slytherins are always the one that Hufflepuffs have to be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I was just, that's, you know, that might be a little too much. You might be on the gas a little too hard. And and this is a perfect example. But the Slytherins push the Puffs to do better and vice versa. You know what I mean? I, I know that you have the potential. Your beard could possibly be better than mine. Like, I can see the Viking status in you, my man. And you're just, I even, I'll, I'll send you the stuff. I'll send you the kit. Oh, I mean, I've, got, I know I've, I've got some good some good wax back there. Oh, okay, so you have it. You just don't want to use it. Okay, no, that no, would no. make sense. <laughs> I will say, I, I will say two funny stories. Um, one is I was FaceTiming with Karina and Paula the other week, and Paula was hanging out in like the living room with her mom, and I had never met her mom before. So <laughs> later on in the conversation, like twenty minutes later, Paula's mom said something, and Paula goes, "Yeah, the man with the mustache." Um, which, which was, which was great. I'm glad that's now my brand. Um, and then the second thing is, um, yeah, I, it's funny. I have this relationship and I talk about it all the time with them on the pin in the pin world with Stina, laser brain, Patchko, uh, Dylan at Admin tweak, uh, mm-hmm. Nikki at sunset road co and Amy, big fat lanyards. Um, you know, they give me shit all the time. Um, and so even long story short, I tried to eat wax the other week, which we don't need to get into that. But after I tried to eat wax, they all came together and sent me one of those wax melter machines that, you know, diffuses the scent. And they're like, it's because we love you. And I'm like, I love that. I love that vibe. And that's what I love about you, Gerald, 
and 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 with Griselda and Trey and Karina and Ellie, it's, it's just it's just a fun big family. Like even the other day, and uh, Griselda posted some photo. I was like, you were just so goddamn cool. She goes, oh, you're cool too. And I was like, no, 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 no. I'm cool in like a like like a nerdy kind of out of touch dad kind of way you're on a whole different level yeah i mean like her her level of fly is just like i mean it's it's just like she makes it look bad ass effortless like i feel like you know like you know like people are just like i woke up this way that's that's how griselda is and she's like no you know i had to go get my hair done and you know i had to put on makeup and i'm like yeah but you're you're just natural swag and aura is just i mean i just feel i feel like some level of effort has to be put into what we all do, but I just feel like you can just throw in a leather jacket and kind of walk out of the house and like explosions will go off in the back and you didn't plan that, but it's, that's just how you are. Like, I feel like if there was ever an heir of Slytherin, it's her. Like I wouldn't, I mean, I, I would be on the list, but she would clearly have the DNA and just the swagger to where like Salazar would be like, yeah, I mean, I'm all for, you know, I'm I'm glad all of you all applied, but I think I'm I think I'm gonna rock with this chick right here. She's just I mean, she's she's effortless with it. And then it's she just she fits the the profile for everything because like <laughs> she's gonna love this. But when you get a chance, my favorite thing in the world about her is her twang. However, she can be so professional that she would never ever think that she had a Southern accent at all. I mean, like she can be the per my last email. I was just clearly stating that, you know, if you reference this section and then right out of that, she'll be like, y'all like, am I going crazy? And I mean, and it's, I mean, but like the light switches is instant. I just, I, I love that about her. You have to, you have to, you have to send her a voice message and just say, so can you, can you give me the per my last email voice? And the twang, and it's 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 great. It's great. I I just absolutely love that about her. Well, before we finish, no, uh, no. What? what what the hell is this? I come prepared with two. Gerald gives his. What the hell is this? Well, we had moved on, so I didn't want to like backtrack us. No, 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 no. The, 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 equitable here. We gave our shout outs. You shout out your people, then we move on. All right. Well, then, my shout out is seriously spelled S I R I U S L Y underscore Sierra with three A's at the end. It's a pretty new account. She has 10 okay. posts on there, um, but she is a Gryffindor, Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, Hobbit fan. And I found her uh, currently, Paula. Amanda, Alex, Lex, and I are doing a New Year New Magic Challenge for the month of January. And so she posted in it, and she has some very pretty, very gorgeous and aesthetically pleasing pictures. So it's still a new account, but they're very pretty. And they're very well done. Send those to me. I will send you her account. So that is my shout out for the day. Perfect. Perfect. And on the subject of Paula, I, I just, I, I, I love Paula. Paula is, uh, she, <laughs> Paula is, is one of the funniest, one of the, the, the just the most, she's just such a sweet, wonderful individual. I love Paula. I mean, Paula is hilarious. Paula is sassy. Paula. I mean, I just, I, I, I just, I just love Paula. Paula makes 
Paula makes it so fun to be here. And then, then, see, ready? you ready for the pick-me-up? Paula is a Hufflepuff. Paula's a Hufflepuff. I mean, I'm not hating on Ravenclaw. You know, I have a Ravenclaw, but Paula is a Hufflepuff. I mean, I cried. If you have not seen this video, I cried. Griselda, Karina, I think Karina's recording it. It might, I think it's Karina, but Karina's recording it. And it's when Griselda sees Paula for the first time. Like she literally runs from where she's standing when she sees Paula. I mean, and it's just the biggest, I cried. I mean, like grown man, full beard. Like it was like, it was enough tears to get through the beard and drip down the beard. So it, it wasn't like one or two streams. Like it was like waterfalls for the first time. I, when I saw that video where Griselda met Paula, Paula is the most supportive sweetheart there is. I mean, and what I love about Paula is she understands that real time struggle. So, I mean, even when she does her, her lives, you know, it's always something fun, you know, where we all get to laugh and joke together. Paula is just, just great. If you're listening, Paula, I love you. The magical fam loves you. The entire community loves and needs people like you. Yes, we are big Paula fan. We also have a similar video of Steven and Paula meeting the first time at the parks. I need to see that. I need to see that. I will find that and get that over to you. Yay! So before we close out, would you like to let everyone know where they can find you on the socials? Oh, yes. Um, So uh, if you don't know already, my name is Gerald with a G, not with a J. If you spell it with a J, I'll be upset. Uh, But you can spell it with a G and I'll be very happy. Um, I am the Honorable Minister of Magic. Um, I don't keep track of how many years I've been in office because keeping track means that there's an end. And I'm hoping to run this one of those like for life type situations. However, I'll be more than happy to step down if time is unkind and does not present me in a very fashionable manner, or if I decide to cut the beard off and I just don't want to, you know, romance with my fellow beard members anymore. Um, you can find myself at Dapper Minister of Magic. Um, I like to keep things extremely elegant, extremely dapper. And if there's one thing I would like for you to say about me, if you see my account, that gentleman is extremely dapper. I also have a book account for all things non-Harry Potter. However, I do like to go back home uh, for some of the posts, and that is dressed up for tea time. So um, keeping true to my English roots, I absolutely love a good uh, cup of tea, Um, whether that be English breakfast or whatever the other ones may be. But black tea is my home. Um, and it's whatever book I'm tirelessly trying to read through at the time. So Dapper Minister of Magic or Dressed Up for Tea Time. Right. Well, thank you so much, Gerald, for coming back on. You are more than welcome. Thank you guys for, you know, being so uh, flexible and, and working with me. Um, sometimes I try not to admit it. I'm going to whisper this, but I know I can be complicated. So thank you for working with me. Well, as somebody who has never once been described as complicated, I will just say, you're welcome. (laughs) Thank you. Jesus. All right, Danny. End the episode.